1: How are you feeling, guys? Oh, man. Man, fuck you.
0: You think, uh, you think May's the only one could do a fucking revenge tour? Oh, you my God. You think that's what's happening?
2: This is a weird walk down memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> Not the memories that I, I want to be revisiting, but memories nonetheless. I legitimately contemplated turning it off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just have, when you guys take over. I think, I think it was, I have a note somewhere in there. It was like 30 minutes in or something where I thought I kind of want to turn this off. It ruined my night last night, like completely ruined my night. Uh, I would
1: say it, it ruined my night. It, it, it just, okay. Maybe it did ruin my night. <laughs> no, it ruined my day. I don't know.
0: It well, so I was, I would last night off. And so I was, trying to figure out what i was gonna do and i kind of for, i kind of forgot what day it was so i was like oh you know what i'm gonna go see queen and slim like i want to go see queen and slim like uh, there's a, oh, it's a 750 show i'm gonna go do that that's that's how i'm gonna spend my night and then like i started kind of figuring out all right what do i have to do before i leave and then i and then it hit me i was like oh i have to watch good luck chuck and then started like checking times and everything i was like nope this is this is the only movie i get to watch tonight it's good luck chuck and uh and it took it took some getting through it. And whose it fault took a- was that? Look, man,
1: um Don't you hate when that happens? <laughs> we all need to
0: we all need to, you know, take our own medicine sometimes, and I'm not proud of what happened. But I do think we set a new low bar.
1: Ooh, I don't know about that. I don't you know what really i really, really. Spoiler alert! <laughs> there were a couple of scenes where I actually legitimately laughed. I was like, "Wow, oh, this, that's kind of fun." It's I, not. No, Mr. Magoo still takes a cake, man.
0: I would. Oh, I mean, I don't. How much? You know the problem with Hollywood is they make shit unbelievable,
1: unremarkable shit. So I was legitimately offended. You were offended. I was offended. I didn't know you could get offended. I was offended. This did it. It absolutely, I was absolutely offended. They're fucking making shit up, I mean. Inconsequential detail after inconsequential detail after inconsequential detail. Please don't lie. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm holding a mic in my hands and now I'm talking all (laughs) over.
0: the podcast where we break down the movies you're afraid to admit you love except maybe this week i'm zach harper joined by amino hassan anthony mays producing the show this week on cinephobe a very special episode with the 2007 romantic comedy good luck chuck good
2: luck chuck stars dane cook mays do you remember what you text us after i picked this movie i was just reminiscing on the dane cook zone and how there was a moment in time when he was the biggest thing in the world, it seemed like. Yeah, you said he was only in three movies. That's not true.
1: <laughs> not even close.
2: It's there not- was a three-movie run where he's like the star, is what I mean. Okay, okay. Because I was very
0: confused, because I think... I, I mean, we might have been on the radio together or something.
2: When we started to think about it yeah. and look it up, I was like, no, that's not true at all. There's a, <laughs> he's in a bunch of movies. A, but you meant as a star. Yeah, because he's in Waiting... And he's pretty good in waiting. He's like the sh- the cook, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's one of the, I think he's the main cook. And then his stand-up career took off. And then it was Employee of the Month, Good Luck Chuck, and My Best Friend's Girl. And it was like, bang, 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 dang cook movies. Yeah, it was
1: Employee of the Month, the one where he's working like Costco. Yeah.
2: yeah. And he's trying to bang Jessica Simpson. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he loves them some Jessica's. I
2: guess. He loves them some Jessica's, man. There was a time,
0: there was a time on Bumble where I was only matching with Jessica's.
1: Oh, I thought we were gonna it was gonna take a very different turn there.
0: <laughs> I was only matching with Jessica's, and there were like four I was talking to at one time trying to like oh, you know figure things out. And and so there was like I had to, I had like a vegan Jessica in my head, I had a Cuban Jessica, I you had, had a Jess. Saved,
1: you had them saved as such in your phone, didn't 100%. you? A hundred percent. I had Vegan Jessica, the Cuban Jessica.
0: <laughs> Jess. And then there was just Jess, and it was just like it was the only way I could keep I could keep track. Because, you know, I'm not that smart. So I get the dang poke Jessica thing.
1: This Charlie Logan guy right here, huh? Oh, man. I can't keep him straight.
0: (laughs) So he was coming off of uh, Employee of the Month in 2006 and would be in Mr. Brooks and Dan in Real Life in the same year as Good Luck Chuck, both significantly better movies. Also stars Jessica Alba, who was in uh the Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver
1: Surfer in the wow. same
0: year as good luck Chuck. And she was about to be in the Love Guru the a year later. Yeah. I was just Christ. about to
1: I was just about to ask, yo, Jessica Alba her career was never as big as it should have been. Terrible I wonder career. why I literally I was gonna she's ask, a really I wonder why bad actress
2: she's a really Is she? bad act- oh my God, man. Mm. Name something she's been good in. She's so hot though, dude. She was oh, one of my gorgeous. biggest crushes.
1: Sin City. Sin City's a garbage movie. What? It's a garbage movie. Oh, you just don't have love for Chinama. <laughs> Calm down, Scorsese.
0: <laughs> this movie also stars Dan Fogler as the buddy. He was Yo. in school for Scoundrels in 2006 and would be in
2: Balls of Fury in 2007. That's how I know. I just yeah. call
1: him Balls of Fury the whole time in my phone.
2: Tony Award winning actor Dan Fogler. Get the fuck out of here. Tony award-winning? He broke out on Broadway, and then a year later, he's making Good Luck Chuck.
1: Wait a second. Wait a second. Are you trying to tell me that Balls of Fury is actually a classically trained actor? Yes. (laughs) There's no way.
2: The boob-obsessed Dan Fogler in this movie. Oh, my God. Good luck, Chuck. Directed by Mark Helfrich. Helfrich. All right, Zach, did you did you dig up the dirt on this guy? I dug up a little bit of it. The
1: name, the name sounds very familiar, but I, I it surprised me here with some facts. So that.
2: it's the only movie he's ever
0: directed. Okay. He's only directed that. Uh, Good luck, Chuck. An episode of Prison Break and yeah. an episode of Bones. So you've probably seen it before. Some <laughs> TNT game.
1: Yeah. There you go.
0: Um. He's done a Check lot out. of editing work.
1: Uh huh. I Maybe mean, he, he should have worked on The Irishman. <laughs>
0: He was an editor for Predator, for The Last Boy Scout, Rush Hour, Rush Hour 2, Rush Hour 3, both of the new Jumanji movies, and a cinephobe classic, Showgirls. Really?
2: Showgirls editor. No way. Yeah. Directed his only movie. Good luck, Chuck. Coincidence that there's a shitload of titties in this movie? No. Not a coincidence at all. Like,
1: this- hey, should, should we have titties in this scene? Yes, let's leave it in. Let's see. I'll find <laughs> something else to cut out.
2: And R.I.P.D., Zach. Oh, God. I, oh, that's totally I, still, still that the hopper, that one. Nope. I, I, I will walk off this
0: goddamn podcast. <laughs> it is my least favorite movie of all time. I was angry with myself after I watched that movie. I legitimately hate that movie. <laughs> it's the <laughs> worst movie I've ever seen. This movie was written by Josh Stolberg, who
2: has also written Sorority Row, Piranha 3D, and Piranha 3 D. And this is my favorite part. I, I dove way too deep into this before I even started this movie. So it's based off a short story by Steve Glenn. And you click on Steve Glenn's name and he has only ever written a short story for this movie and appeared in this movie. And he appears to be a sustainable architect in Los Angeles with a massive collection of Legos and Star Wars toys,
1: well, we gotta find them, I mean, sounds like my kind of guy. Yeah, I, let me let me just say right now, this guy's giving me hope because <laughs> I want, don't want to be a Hollywood writer or a scriptwriter, whatever. But I would love to write stories that get adapted in the movie. Someone else takes does the hard work of actually filling in the blanks uh-huh. from my stories, and then allow me just to appear in the movie.
2: I'm starting to think that his short story was basically a man has sex with women who then fall in love with their soulmate immediately after. That was the whole story.
1: That's a pretty good story.
2: Yeah. Unfortunately,
1: it's not a good movie. It's a filling in the blanks part. Sometimes
2: that's a tough one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Like who to, who to have directed or lead it or write it. Those are always tough decisions. The the
1: worst part is someone at the studio is definitely like high fiving guys. You'll never guess who I got to lead for this. Who? Dane fucking Cook. No way. No, he's the biggest <laughs> star in the world. How did you swing that one? His agent owes me a favor.
0: <laughs> I've seen. I've seen his agent kill women before. I've seen, He doesn't want me to tell.
1: <laughs> his agent's like, Dane, <laughs> we got your lead in another movie. How are you doing this? <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> the, the idiot at the studio thinks I owe him a favor. <laughs> Synopsis
0: for Good Luck Chuck. In order to keep the women of his dreams from falling for another guy, Charlie Logan has to break the curse that has made him wildly popular with single women. Sleep with Charlie once, and the next man you meet will be your true love. Tagline. There's something about Jessica. What? Her name's not Jessica in the movie. No! We have extra ta- taglines, though. More. Give me more. There's something funny about Dane.
1: Oh, nice. Nice. that's 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 definitely a
0: lie (laughs) he has to break his curse before she breaks his heart on september 21st true love has never been so hard oh boy true love is a blessing and a curse she's the blessing he's cursed
1: oh that's on
0: on september 21st someone's going down
1: yeah that 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 ties in a scene uh, in the credits. I don't know if you guys saw that scene. I did, <laughs> Some,
0: Sometimes, Sometimes love blows. This one has a typo in it. There's something wild about Dan. <laughs> no, he's talking about Dan Fogler.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go.
0: Oh, there you go. There is. The one he wants is the one he can't touch. What the fuck? <laughs> True love is a blessing and a curse. Get ready to get lucky. True love. So hard. $25 million budget gross. 35 million in the U S 59.1 million worldwide.
2: What the fuck? It's a hit baby. You know this,
0: is? this is the Dane cook hive back in 2007. I mean, I know we are wow. coming from two America's, but trust me that hive. I, know, I, re- I remember. Awful. Oh yeah. You were living in Arizona then.
1: Yeah. No, I remember. Yeah. I was very well aware. <laughs> Uh, before we
0: jump to this movie, uh, you can uh, watch this movie. It's available on Netflix. Rotten Tomatoes score. It's our lowest scored movie so far 5% from critics on 115 reviews, but the audience, 57% on over 318,000 ratings. The Hive. <laughs> really? 57%. Here are the positive reviews, I mean. Okay. Victoria Alexander of FilmsInReview.com. I remember Gross. Her, I
1: think.
0: Gross, exactly what the target demographic wants and gets. This is from Willie Waffle of WaffleMovies.com. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Oh, wow, yeah. Waffle's not just his name, ladies and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> he could also be on Who He Blog For. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Normally, I start to get the dry heaves when I see Dane Cook on the big screen, but this movie makes him likable.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Paul Burns of Sydney Morning Herald: The movie goes out of its way to be offensive, even by today's standards. The interesting thing is that it does it in an over an otherwise charming romantic comedy that's actually funny. What? <laughs> I just here's my my this analysis is some, of that That's someone
1: spoken as someone who loved that movie, but yeah. was worried his girlfriend was like, "I know you didn't like that," and so he's got to write that disclaimer. So, I'm like, "Babe, babe, babe." I said the Some, right thing.
0: Sometimes Australians have a weird sense of humor. That's what. I, that's my take on that. So here, here's the the negative reviews. Hank Sarton of Time Out Chicago. We've never gotten the appeal of Cook, and this did nothing to explain it.
1: Hey, Hank, you was ahead of the curve. Brooke,
0: Brooke Holgerson from Boston, Phoenix. The only plausible scenario in this movie is the idea that a woman would be so annoyed by Dane Cook, she'd be willing to put a curse
1: on him. Wait, is it Boston or is it Phoenix? It's a great question.
0: I don't know. <laughs> Mark Bourne of Film.com. What isn't forgivable, though, is being boring. And good luck, Chuck, has all the engaging magnetism of an unflushed toilet.
1: There you go. Easy Chris, kind of
0: yeah, Chris Nashawadi of Entertainment Weekly. Can we finally just admit that Dane Cook isn't funny?
1: Wow. Okay, so is this the beginning of the turning of the tide?
0: It must have been, right? This had to have been the turn. Yeah. Um, Ken Hankey from Mountain Express. Legislation needs to be passed guaranteeing that any movie in which Dane Cook appears will find his character smacked in the face with a shovel and dumped into an open
1: grave. Okay, so it is the fall of Dan Cook.
0: Brian Orndorff. Uh, Where's this Dane our Cook last right report. now, by the way? Uh, probably the Hollywood what? Improv. I've seen him recently. Really? Well, within the last year. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Brian Orndorff of eFilmCritic.com is our last review. To best summarize the violent tonal changes that plague Good Luck Chuck, imagine for a moment if Bachelor Party had a subplot concerning the events of 9-11.
1: <laughs> Wait, no, no. Come on, dude. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on. Now you're trying to show off to the other critics. <laughs> Y'all had a bet about who could... <laughs> First of all, I love Bachelor Party. Bachelor Party's great. Great movie. Did you know there was a Bachelor Party 2? No. Not the same yeah. cast, right? Uh, no, n- I don't. I think... Yo, he might have been in it. You, when know. you ask same cast, you're only asking about, like, is Tom Hanks in it, right? right. He yes, might have no. been in it. No, he is
0: <laughs> It's, it's from 2008.
1: We have to dwell on it. We can just move on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. I picked this movie because I had some food poisoning this past weekend, and I saw it on Netflix, and I thought, God, I'm not miserable enough to watch this, and then thought, oh, it's on Netflix. I wonder what the Rotten Tomatoes – could like, this is how out of my mind I was. I wasn't sure if this was going to be low enough on Rotten Tomatoes before I checked it to qualify for Jesus Cinephone.
1: Christ. Because I really didn't remember. Like, I remember it existed. Um, that's true. I'm like. i I'm not going to give you a hard time because I knew it existed. I knew the general premise was man sleeps with woman, yeah. woman gets married immediately afterward, and then it, word gets out, and then episode and, fact or whatever. And I was sure that I had seen this before, but after watching it,
0: I'm not certain I ever saw anything but the trailers. Definitely never seen this before.
2: Oh, I'd seen it. I'd for sure seen <laughs> oh, <no>. it. <laughs> Did you see it in the theaters? No. This is probably like... Early pirating days where I would okay. just watch a bunch of random shit. Imagine that that's the one you get busted for pirating. Go down for Dane. he <laughs> needs his
1: royalties. Go down for Dane again. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's a another tie-in. tagline in this Friends. movie. <laughs> Friends,
0: yeah. um, all right, let's get into the movie. We open in 1985 at a birthday party. Kids playing Spin the Bottle. Charlie and his friend are going over the bases of sexual activity. I, I wrote the note, they got a fuck ugly kid to play Charlie.
1: Well, uh, that's what your that was your first, really. My very first note actually was, "What do you do during the seven minutes? Like, if you're not in the closet, because seven minutes it just sounds oh, like yeah, a you really just got a long wait. time. Yeah, that is like, a long are, time. I mean, just and I know they pass the time by going through very rudimentary, uh, kind of intimacy facts. Right. First base, second base, whatever. Uh, but seven minutes, I just felt like yo, and what do you do the next time someone goes in? What <laughs> those seven minutes? Yeah, it's minutes. a
0: lot of waiting around. Yeah. Like yeah. being at the DMV.
1: Then the next thing I said was the fat kid, uh young Stu, I said, This kid had a career. What happened? Remember he was in Drill Bit Taylor, he was in another movie, like he was casting a lot of these movies.
0: Wait, that's what we're calling a career.
1: Well, I mean, he was a mean Drill
0: Bit Taylor.
1: He was he was gonna be those like if you if you saw the um the movie this summer, Good Boys, did you guys watch that? Yeah, I saw Good Boys. Good Boys is a very funny movie. But he was like Son of a bitch, this kid was in Nacho Libre. Yeah, see? Like he Young was in a lot not- of these a lot of these movies were like that age group where we need a kid who's gonna cuss. Like what? he was the guy, right? He's been on the Goldbergs. Yeah, apparently. He's on the Goldbergs.
2: There you he's go. on 148
1: episodes of the
0: Goldbergs. Okay, That's where mind. he is. All
1: right, never mind. He's he's doing right. He's he, good.
0: He was okay. on an episode of uh,
1: American Dad. I'm happy. Uh, well, no one knows that shit. Like, I mean, I watch that show all the time. Like, I can't. Like, I see all the time. Eddie K. Thomas is on this show. Really? who is, was? By the <laughs> way, the 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 nerd from American Pie who's who slept with Stifler's mom. Like, but like, I don't know what character he plays. Nobody knows what character anyone plays other than Seth MacFarlane is clearly uh, Roger and Stan. But the other thing I said as this, uh, you know, uh, spin the bottle. He was in Trillbit Taylor. It's an amazing (laughs)
0: sentence.
1: Trillbit Taylor could have been a good movie. They just didn't do it right. And that kid, yo, yeah, that kid, I mean, I'm just saying he like. He's still he got a to,
2: career, dude. He's doing it. I know. He <laughs> no, had the niche thriving, of the, man. The,
1: the, the cursing kid in these in these adult movies. He so played I, he young was,
2: Jack Black twice. So there you Wait, go. where else do you play young Jack he Black? He was young JB in uh, Pick of Destiny here. Oh, that's
1: right. Uh, Why? Wow, so he's he's been working for a while then. Damn.
2: Yeah. All
1: right. Well, anyways, the other thing I said to myself is I'm looking at these kids play Spin the Bottle, and I'm just like. I, the first thing I thought when I started looking at them while they're waiting and they're having this conversation about low jobs or whatever, I'm like, aren't they a little young? Like,
0: Yeah, well, how old are these kids here? They're Nine? supposed to be
1: 10. Well, no. Well, we find out later they were 10. Oh, at right. At first, dude. I thought it was just a casting issue. I didn't know it was actually in the story. Well, they
2: fucked up the casting because they made young Charlie tiny and young Stu huge, and then adult Stu was huge. I'm going to guess the Mountain Dew made young Stu huge. <laughs> oh, we can't fat shame? And then I thought that the, there was also too young for this girl to be this goth.
1: Well, uh, yeah, that and too young for any of them to be talking about any of this or engaging at least in the 80s. Yeah, I'm like, maybe to today's, think, like, today's like yeah, today's, maybe today's kids, who know, his kids are giving each other blowjobs at like fifth grade or whatever. But like. At this time, like in the 80s, nah, there were no 10-year-olds waiting spin the bottle, talking yeah. about first base, second base, all that stuff. And then the kicker of all of this is when they get in the closet, then I get super uncomfortable. Yeah. Where she's stripping and she's stripping him, and I'm like, what the fuck did we just land into? This yeah. is... This is borderline child pornography. I'm like, what am, what am I watching here? What if somebody walked in the room while I was watching this?
0: Yeah, you being some real. You have a lot of questions coming your way.
1: And by the way, completely unnecessary, as we'll find out later. Completely unnecessary. Yeah, a
0: hundred percent. Yeah, no, it's it's. Look, is this another movie we have to apologize to Skip Woods for?
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, man, like, it,
2: <laughs> is that our is that our Mendoza line? Skip Woods. Is Skip Woods. I don't know. I think it might have to be the Esther House line now. That's fair. I watched Basic Instinct uh, last week. Uh, I texted you guys about that. I I dipped my my toes in the Esther House pool again, and he really is a gifted writer. That pool is still full of cum. (laughs) Pool has not been cleaned.
0: Dude gets a girl in the closet, she refuses to kiss him.
2: I just put he's
1: real creepy and unsettling. Oh, my God. That whole scene is like, I'm going to tell people we did the nasty. I'm like,
2: yeah. fucking okay. Yeah. He's obsessed with boobs.
0: Obsessed with boobs, sure. Uh, Charlie lines up the perfect spin for the girl he wants to kiss, but it lands on the goth girl. All right, she's super aggressive, says she loves him. Her goth makeup's all over his face. She scratches him. She twists his nipples. He busts out of the closet. She, she hexes her- him.
1: She takes yeah, off. Yeah, she her- has like a leather bra on or something at like 10. It. Oh, my gosh. They just... had to shoot this in front of adults. Right. And, and by the way, there was a parent who said, sure, honey, you can be in yeah. this movie and go ahead and knock yourself out. Take your shirt off for, for these weirdos.
0: Like even if that girl's 12 or 13 in real life and playing a tennis oh. like it's.
1: Fucking disgusting. Unnecessary. It, she yeah. didn't need to do that. That's my whole thing. Is like, she did like, they could have communicated. Oh, she's crazy in love with him. And she's a little off kilter or whatever without, Hey, but now we need you to bust open your shirt.
0: Uh, I've like, got a note. I've got a note later in this movie that I don't think there were a lot of women involved in the making of this movie.
1: Were there, were there any like non-pedophiles involved in making that? A, that's
0: a great question. As that's well. my question. Maybe we'll find out why Mark Helfrich didn't get another movie. There you go. To direct. Um, all right. Uh she hexes him to never be happy, rips some of his hair out, and I wrote the note that killed four minutes. So now we're in present day. Charlie is half naked with a girl on the beach. Um, I wrote this may just be a movie to get Dane cook with half-naked women the whole time. There's a bit on the beach about her giving a bad blow job. She says, I love you. He says that's nice. She says, I'm licking sand off your balls, and you say that's nice. We find out he doesn't like throwing the L word around casually. She storms off. He has an erection. Unnecessary joke there. I
1: I just felt like, okay, that's like your regular slapstick. Like, I didn't laugh, but I was just like, let them have their dick joke or whatever. Why are they on the beach at this lake? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Oh, yeah. By the way, I, I figured out midway through the movie, it's supposed to take place in Washington. Yeah. And it got me thinking, like, who the fuck writes a story that's... We're going to like a, like a, a rom-com where it's like, we're going to be in Washington, Washington state, by the way, not Washington DC. Who, who does that?
2: Sleepless
1: who in thinks, Seattle. Oh, I mean like that's different. That was in the movie <laughs> title. Like this movie could have happened anywhere. Yeah, it really could have. Sleep in Seattle doesn't have the same ring as sleepless in, you know, Columbus or <laughs> oh, Sleepless.
0: Also, oddly sunny
1: for a movie based strictly oh, yeah. in Washington. Well, we'll get to that in a second. So yeah, I get,
0: yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, my next note we're in for a long one boys that's what this uh, oh. felt like uh, so he's explaining out to his friend Stu that he couldn't say he loves her Stu my, says
1: to lie about anything he my man a, from Balls of Fury is my note right there oh it's my <laughs> man from Balls of Fury
0: <laughs> there's a herpes joke Stu, Stu mentioned that uh, this girl named Katie was dating Chuck six months ago and now is marrying a doctor. Chuck says he's a he's a doctor and Stu corrects him that he's a dentist. This is basically just ripping off a Seinfeld joke about podiatrists. Mm. And then I wrote, Stu is a creepy plastic surgeon. He
2: should be arrested daily. He followed his childhood dreams of loving boobies.
1: I'm yeah. going to say right now, Stu, easily most likable character in this movie. What? Wow. I... I, I I have notes about every time he said something that made me laugh. The first line that I wrote of his although did not make me laugh. I, at this point, I was just like, "Oh man, Balls of Fury, they got you too." Because has one. <laughs> he asked him, "Hey, you gonna go with? Uh, who are you taking to Katie's Katie's wedding?" And he said, "Uh, well, you know, Carol's not going anymore. You want to go with me?" And he says, "Do bridesmaids give head in the coat room?" And I just said, "Wait, do they?" I've been to, I've been to a few weddings this year alone. I, is that is that a thing? Am I just sheltered or have I been to stuffy weddings, or do you guys know is that have a you thing? never
0: hooked up at a wedding before?
1: not with like a bridesmaid at the in a closet or whatever no, you know what I take that back I'm, yeah, I never hooked up at a wedding,
2: okay. I never, like, bridesmaid in a closet, but, like, yeah, I've ho- I've hooked up with someone at a wedding. I've been noticing that it's a big misconception that weddings are full of single women. Most of the yeah. weddings that I go yeah. to are couples. I, couples.
1: They're I, all I couples. Think, That's what I am saying. I think say. if you know
2: people at earlier ages that get married, it is
0: full of, not full of single people, but full of more apt
1: people. I went, for that I went to, of- so in the last, like, two months, I went to Steve Martinez as a producer on The Jump, his wedding. Yeah. Everybody there was coupled up either married or just a couple. Uh, and then I went to Dan Levitard's wedding and everyone there was a couple except for me, uh, Stu Gatz and uh, uh, what's his name? And Marty Smith. And
2: you, didn't, you didn't hook up set, with Stu
1: yeah, No. <laughs> <laughs> Too many heaters. Not
2: a heady play. <laughs> yeah. My question about the weddings was like, it seems to keep happening in these movies that we watch where exes go to their, their ex's wedding. Yeah. Also. Yeah. I don't understand that. I would never like in heartbreak kid. It happened. It seems like you're just torturing yourself. Like both instances. What a terrible vehicle for, you know, for a plot. I just don't see why
0: that's necessary. Uh, We're introduced to Elliot English. Uh, You may, you may remember her from semi-pro or as Aunt Helen
1: on the Jamie Fox show. Thank you. Yes.
0: Uh, she hates Stu. I'm with her. I wrote, I don't understand Stu's humor in all of this. We're now at Chuck's ex's wedding, and for some reason Chuck is there with Stu. The bride proposes a toast to Chuck, thanking him for being her
2: lucky charm. My next note, Dane Cook has a real big face. He does. I didn't understand why there was so much karaoke at this wedding. There's an old Asian man singing, I touch myself.
1: I rock my myself I don't want anybody else when I think about, I touch myself instead of a band right like they had karaoke that's a real risk I mean <laughs> to
0: have a steady diet of people doing karaoke throughout an entire reception and to have it I mean that's man I'm all for I'm all for penny pension when you need to but come on you gotta have a DJ
1: or at the, at least like a an a iPod Shuffle or something, <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? Dane Cook's face not bother anybody else. Ah, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a like, lot of close ups. He's has
1: a gigantic face. It's not just a big head thing; like his face is big. All right, I mean, okay. It's it's, like he's not it's awesome. John John, Lar- John has a big face.
0: John Larroquette, yeah, John Larroquette has a big face. He's a big like lower part of his face though i think all of dane cook's face is big all right dane cook has a real big face uh, chuck has a reputation of being good luck charm for women so the ladies at the wedding are uh interested in him jessica alba walks through We're introduced to her she runs into a waiter she's gets to sit at chuck's table her name is cam she went to college with the bride i wrote there's zero chemistry between these two uh we find out she runs a penguin habitat um, She's very accident prone. She spills candle
2: wax on his crotch. That was my note. Oh, man, I forgot that Jessica Alba's character is a klutz. Yeah.
1: This is so awkward, the interaction between the two of them. The part where he sits down and the girl is like, oh, are you Charlie? And then she whispers to the next girl, I'm just like, this is like, they just didn't want to spend any time on this. And then I wrote, how is this affliction a bad thing again?
0: Well, it's a bad thing if you want to find love with me.
1: Well, this is my favorite part. So <laughs> this is the, my next note. Well, go ahead. So she spills the hot wax on so him. So
0: she spills the hot wax. She throws water on it because it's burning him. She starts slapping and rubbing it with a napkin. Stu comes over and notes that it looks like cum on his
1: pants. I laughed out loud, and I said, balls of fury is funny. Son of a bitch. <laughs> because, because he says, he gets in there. Let me get in there. It, it looks like cum. And he yells it so loud. I, I laugh, man. I, I thought that was
0: funny. <laughs> um, Stu is very off-putting to uh, to the women around, and
2: next thing we know, a bouquet toss hits a dove, falls into the arms of the beach girl. All right, so the beach girl is making out with a dude, and that dude is the architect who wrote the short, short story.
1: That's the guy? Oh, my God. He wow, really that got that dude out. was old.
2: And the dove exploded like it got hit by Randy Johnson. It did. <laughs>
1: I he, really, he really came up, huh?
2: That's coming up sh- to
0: you, huh?
1: Shitty small. He wrote a shitty small story, ends up starring in this movie, gets to make out with a fairly attractive young lady.
0: Sure. We've killed 14 and a half minutes in
2: this movie. Now there are a bunch of attractive women at the dentist's office waiting to see him. Word has gotten out. Thanks to an article on perfectmatch.com, and I yeah. pause it to read this quote. Women claim that he's a lucky charm because everyone he shakes the sheets with finds their soulmate in the next guy she dates.
1: Shakes the sheets. I like it.
2: They use it again later. <laughs> <laughs> it's an expression <laughs> I've never heard, and they're acting like it's this commonplace.
1: And we'll bend her over, <laughs> show her the 50 states.
2: <laughs> Do you have the rest of it? There's, uh, It's not very interesting. There's also a random fact about him going to a jazz club, so someone like stalked him. To a jazz club the week before and it's like we spotted him in a jazz club. It says to see Delta Blues guitarist Josh Stolberg, who's the person who wrote the screenplay. <laughs> oh, <God.
1: laughs> wow, my man, my man,
0: he's trying wow. to get his, his his dates out at the <laughs> at the clubs.
1: Nice. Yo, uh but also what, what dating site has like a blog that like <laughs> I, that's never the best seen that. part is
2: it was like a it was a message so it wasn't yeah. even like an article. It's like they messaged everyone on this website. Right. I'm just imagining like <laughs> like this guy, Zach, is seen with his uh, French bulldog
0: in the car at Popeye's drive-thru waiting to try the spicy chicken sandwich. So,
1: <laughs> so I guess this is my question, right? You have this trait of his
0: uh-huh. that
1: happened because he was hexed by a very underage child. <laughs> 30 years ago or th- like what? Uh, 20, it'll be 20, 20, 20 years, 30, Yeah. 20 years earlier. Why is it now when he's like 35, all of this is starting to happen?
0: What happened? Well, he, yeah. He's just starting to notice it, I guess.
1: But right? how is he noticing it all at once where he never noticed it before? Which is funny because I thought, man, they could have just easily not had the pedophilia scene, just had like the first girl he dates in the movie. Be goth or something, and then put the hex on him as a grown ass woman because he won't say, I love you. And then, and then it all would have made sense,
2: would have made too much sense, I sure. think. Yeah, I mean, Without I mean putting there children
1: are a, in, in there weird are. sexualized content.
2: There are a
0: thousand ways I would change this
1: movie. <laughs> <Like> a thousand, <laughs> I know one, not make it. How about that?
0: <laughs> Chuck visits Stu at his office. We see a woman with no shirt. Pleasure. Uh, this yeah this Yeah, uh, her name's pleasure uh this is just a reason for dane to be with half naked women
2: then it's smash cuts to a street lamp with two big circles that look like black yeah. and white cookies <laughs> It's yes. like we're really doing smash cuts to things that yeah. look like boobs that's
1: yeah. why we did seattle
2: i mean he is an editor after all right like that's his passion yeah he knows what he's doing he's walking with Stu. the beach girl is getting
0: fitted for a wedding dress she calls him a lucky charm chuck gets home he's got a lot of voicemails from women and a guy named bob he listens to almost none of them for more than a second uh
1: wasn't there a rick and morty bit where they talk they talk about answering machines only exist as expository devices in TV. Yes.
2: <laughs> hey jerry it's kiara listen my boyfriend saw those texts you've been sending me and he got
1: pretty pissed off if he calls you just ignore him This is Carmox. I have intercepted sexual communications between you and my new girlfriend, Kiara. I am coming to kill you now!
0: Yo, Jerry, it's the big R. Uh, I killed that alien that was coming after you. Looking out for you, buddy. Hey, Jerry, it's Rick. Don't be mad. I your ex-girlfriend, Kiara. Who are you talking to, Rick? Doesn't matter. Hey, Jerry, this is Michael down at the Antique Phone Rentals. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let you off the hook for the $70 late fee. You can go ahead and keep that answering machine. Nobody really uses those anymore except for exposition on TV shows anyways.
1: Because I was like, every time someone's like, I'm like, it's 2007? You still yeah, had no one, an no answering one had those then. There's no way. A, first of all, nobody had home phones by then. Home phones right. were already going out. But you let's just assume, even then, I, like in 96, we didn't have an answering machine. We had voicemail, like you called in and then you listened to your messages on the phone right nobody has like the machine with the tape and the
0: right no i guess they became digital at one point where there wasn't the tape but even then no no one had that not in 2007 all right now we're at the penguin habitat jessica alba's feeding penguins her brother is a pothead that works with her he's also the dude he's josh from 30 rock i don't know if you guys ever watched 30 rock yeah didn't watch it he's the
2: less funny jimmy fallon right I mean, you would love 30 Rock, I
1: think. Well, let me let me just say this about this guy. I don't smoke weed. I don't see anything wrong with it, but I, I do not partake myself. I was so offended. by how <laughs> yeah. many, like, very Look, there, there lazy... There are two, thing,
0: two things I am... Well, there are three things I'm beyond offended about in this movie. One is their portrayal of women and how they think about relationships. Two...
1: Is oh, we're coming to that. What I dubbed the most problematic scene ever.
0: Uh, two is there is the brother and his pothead, uh, you know, stereotype, and three is the the portrayal of fat people.
1: If you're keeping track at home, Zach was not beyond offended by apparently the child pornography that started. <laughs> Good to know, Zach. <laughs>
0: All right, he's wearing a Woody Harrelson shirt. She throws a fish at him. He catches it. He throws it back at her. She almost slides down into the water, and then a penguin knocks her into the water. She busts her mouth open on the ledge. She needs a dentist. Fate. Haha, she's so clumsy. Uh Wouldn't that
1: water be fucking freezing? Of course, yeah. The whole habitat
0: would have to be freezing. She's wearing a a polo. Shorts and shorts. Yeah.
1: But even then, I thought, well, maybe she just kind of, like, thugged it out. But, like, once you fall in the water, there's no way you're, like, it's like a swimming pool or, or, right. or a hot tub.
0: Chuck's on a date. The girl jumps on him as soon as they get into a convertible out in the street. Ooh. She just starts fucking him on the street.
1: Is it just me or does he drive Quagmire's car? Is my note. <laughs> that is Quagmire's exact car. That red convertible from yeah. that year. Yeah. Like That's Quagmire's car. Yeah. And why are you driving a convertible with the top down? In the Pacific Northwest.
0: It's a great question. I mean, I wrote, no woman is this desperate to get married.
2: She wants to take advantage of him. He gets interrupted by his emergency line. It's Jessica Alba. She needs help with her teeth. This woman basically tries to convince him that he's a saint for helping all these women who've been screwed over their entire lives. No woman is this desperate to get married. It's cartoonish in a non-fun way. It's just
0: bad writing. That's what I'm, I'm offended by the writing.
1: There you go. It's just bad writing. And not not by the child pornography.
0: You throw that in there too. Fine. Yes. Child pornography (laughs) is terrible. We all know that.
1: If you twist Zach's arm, you can also get him (laughs) to be offended by the child pornography. Mainly it's the writing.
0: Uh, Jessica Jessica Alba's fake teeth are Bohemian Rhapsody-esque. Yep. Uh, It's really bad. 22 minutes down this movie. He fixed her teeth. We find out she's obsessed with penguins. We find out he goes to Guatemala every year to help villagers. She accidentally stabs him with some dental instruments. Uh, his acting is just terrible.
1: You didn't really need her to be clumsy. That's what the other thing I thought about. Mid- yeah, was.
2: It just you just needed the accident. Like, you could have had her
1: not be clumsy yeah. Yeah, one and a- have the w- accident.
2: That was her character trait. It's just like Nomi and Showgirls. Her character trait was storming out. Jessica <laughs> Alba's character trait is that she fucks shit up constantly. accidents? Right. And is it supposed to be cute? Like, she seems like, pardon my French, a retard.
1: Ooh oh wait that'll that'll come up that one that'll come that'll come (laughs) up again hold on very (laughs) soon by the way i've got it in the notes go ahead
0: all right uh she won't go on a date with him he won't accept payment for the dentistry but oh guys her car won't start he's giving her a jump she gets him electrocuted just no reason for this unfunny slapstick humor
2: do priuses need a jump
1: Oh, I that's I was, so, I was thinking yeah. about. Like, I don't think a Prius worked like that. No, oh, she's all so new herself- at the time, so people didn't know. Shit.
2: Yeah, they didn't know you could say <laughs> anything
0: about Prius. Like, oh, this shit flies. They were like, wow, flying car. <laughs> um, she's locked herself out of the car. He takes her home to get a spare set of keys. I said, I don't understand this script. Was this a rough draft? Uh, we find out her brother calls her Murphy for Murphy's Law because everything goes wrong. She's broken twelve bones. Her thumb is grotesque. Is that she a real ruins- no, no, there's no way. Megan Fox
1: had a gross thumb. I, I don't remember the thumb being uh, even a thing. By the way,
0: Miley Cyrus has toe
1: thumbs. Uh, wow. So does Megan Fox. You know where that comes from, right? The feet. No, because he <laughs> sucked their thumb too much. <laughs> Terrible. You you want to criticize the writing on this?
0: That was way better than any <laughs> fucking joke in this movie. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right. Uh, She ruins the convertible top trying to put on the heat. Then they get to her place and she doesn't have house keys because they were on the ring with the car keys. And so she just grabs a brick and breaks her door window so she can get inside her house and get the spare key. That was a little odd. She trips into the car. I wrote, this is a lot of Jessica Alba physical comedy. Why? It's a lot of it. Maze, you're going to like my next note. We might owe Hot Rod an apology. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm serious.
1: Laughed at this movie more than I did at Hot Rod. Just
0: Get the, the fuck out of here. What? Well,
1: I already have already have one hearty laugh from <laughs> it looks like Trump. <laughs> you know, it reminded, right. me, it reminded me of Rob Corddry in Heartbreak Kid at the wedding also.
0: There Can is not be. a fucking moment in this movie that reminds me of Rob Corddry. Rob right. Corddry is a
1: comedic genius. So, so is balls of fury. I'll get the fuck out of here. He's, I'm so- telling you, there are going to be more scenes where I'm going to point out. You're going to be like, Oh yeah, that was kind of funny.
0: Well, it has yet to happen. He's pressuring her into dinner or drinks or something. She says she's not emotionally available. He says he's interested in something physical. She says, so I've heard, uh, this plot might finally start moving. He said he was kidding. Her skirt gets caught in the car door. We see she has penguin underwear. I said, I think I remember that from the trailer. That's how this movie did $50 million.
1: How paper thin was her skirt, by the way? They right. get caught in the door and just completely tear as opposed to just tug like normal people. Then the other thing I said was as she's there in her underwear and he hands her the skirt and she wraps it very embarrassedly and tries to back her way into her car, he just sits there and stares at her like a creep. Oh, yeah. He's a – He just no. We'll, – We'll get to it. There, there's a, a point in the movie where I call him, quote, this dude is a predator. But at that point, I'm still like – because they're trying to make him likable. He won't say that I love you to a girl even though he doesn't really believe it. Uh, By the way, I had the question. Did you guys – have you guys ever said I love you as a response to someone who said I love you when you really didn't mean it just because you're trying to get something done at that point in time?
0: Oh, uh, I don't. I don't think I have. I'm not ruling it out, though. But I don't. What have, I don't think what have I've you ever. Done? Did you say you
1: point? haven't done. What have you? So how have you? How did you navigate? Like oh, hot and heavy. Mm, oh, Zach, I love you. What did you say? That's nice. <laughs> what, did, what did you say?
0: I'm trying. I'm trying to think of a scenario that may have happened i mean i probably said some bullshit like oh you're amazing or something like something along those lines like, i don't remember specifics but i've never said i've never said i love i don't think i've ever
2: said i love you to make sure i can get laid
1: how about how about you maze
2: i tend to throw that word around more casually than most people so i probably would have said it first and most of the time so oh, that never happened I,
1: to me that's how you that's how you avoid being a creditor
2: <laughs> That's how you avoid being something that only Arnold Schwarzenegger can take down. I like Predator 2, the the original, not the sequel.
1: (laughs) What a great line, man. He goes home.
0: Reva, his assistant, is waiting for him in his home. She knows about the charm and tells him about the perfect match ad or message or whatever the fuck that was. There's an edible underwear joke I will not repeat out of the respect for comedy. (laughs) It's just fucking terrible writing yeah.
2: and she says no one's disproved it on urban legends.com so it must be true and i just wrote internet was different in 2007 <laughs> or is it
1: because i feel like i feel like jade would say it would approve of that. right
0: yeah no jade has other thoughts no, if she if she had said snopes
1: yeah that, is that, that, that be- funny but but then no one knew what Snopes was. I mean That's, like you, yeah, guess you so, on yeah. that remember these movies aren't made for nerds on the internet. They're made right. for people who never go on the internet and think every website is just a very factual, straightforward description of what it is. Not to brag mode.
0: not to brag when this movie came out, talkhoops.net was two months old.
1: Oh, there you go. That's when the writing career started. <laughs> what, what do you what do you uh, what do you do on talkhoops.net? Uh
0: yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of just reviewing movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh <laughs> Our, uh The other thing also here is to be, to be clear. Oh no, I'm sorry. I was, I got, I got, I was going to make another Jade
0: joke. No, let's have it.
1: Let's do it. Cause you have to imagine Jade's voice. (laughs) Oh, so this guy just, Oh, magically all the girls get married. Huh? Crisis actor. <laughs> These are, oh, yeah. <laughs> Who looks that happy on their wedding day?
0: <laughs> um, all right. She says to close his eyes and imagine someone beautiful. This wins him over in the moment.
1: What a weird fucking twist. Like, that he fucks you, his assistant? Yes. <laughs> you didn't think that was odd at all? Of course I did. She's wearing edible underwear. She's Aunt Helen from yes. the Jimmy Fox
0: show. He banged some good luck into Aunt Helen. Of course, I found that weird. Uh, yes, I think you. the child pedophilia is terrible in this movie. I mean,
1: yeah,
0: you. I don't feel like I should have to say this.
1: I think you should.
2: <laughs> Stu's trying to convince him to embrace it, uses the word trim. Chuck's going to see trim like Tommy Lee. Colin Farrell and Ellen DeGeneres. Look, you and I are different, okay? Besides the fact that I'm not retarded, I don't want to take advantage. Dude. Yeah. Was
1: Martin Luther King Jr. taking advantage when he said that thing in that place? I don't think so. Was Gandhi taking advantage when, when he was doing his thing? No. And don't tell me that Gandhi didn't score some sweet-ass Native American tram. Gandhi was Indian. You don't have to be called that. <sighs> I call this the most problematic scene ever, and here's why. Number <laughs> this one. one,
0: this is the one.
1: Number one, as as Stu is going through the word "trim" a million times, uh, he says to to Dane Cook, very matter of factly, and Dane Cook does not deny it. What is it all women want? They want to get married. And so one, all women want to get married too. He says, I want to get married and have some crib midgets. That was... Goodness. Crib midgets. And I'm like, okay. And so then Dane Cook's response is not to, like, denounce any of that stuff. He says, what, do you think this thing is a... What, do you think I'm retarded or something? And I'm like, ah, oh, I just said retarded. And then you get the the Gandhi Native American Indian joke. And I'm like, ah. Oh. But then the last thing is that two dudes went to a park to throw a Frisbee.
0: That's the worst part of this?
1: Yeah. Like, how? <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> Two grown I, men. a
0: plastic surgeon, and a dentist went to a park to yeah. throw a frisbee. About the frisbee, I don't know. Wait this a is second. A Seattle wait a thing. second. Yeah. Wait a second. It is a sunny day in Seattle. Maybe that's what they do. They, that's how they take advantage of it.
1: Dude, is, oh, if, would that? Would you do that? Fuck no. Are you kidding me? Go out and get some, score some trim. That's oh. what I would do. <laughs>
0: um, This is where I wrote. I'm contemplating turning this movie off and just letting you guys take over. And then I put Maze, maybe put in the stew pitch to embrace it with Gandhi, just so people know how bad this is. <laughs> the, and, and, and then my next note, I don't think a single woman was involved in the creation of this movie.
1: But the old woman who gets hit in the head and then, like, confiscates the frisbee. That was very Irishman-like in the terms of, like, why do we, do we need that scene? We didn't need this. Why do and we need
0: any fucking scene in this? But why do we need this movie?
2: That's a good point for this sex montage right here. That's why we uh, need this movie. Uh, and
1: I wrote yeah. this honestly up until this point, other than the exposed breasts in two scenes, like the him and Carol on the beach, and then uh, pleasure in the office. I really thought, and I said, "Wait, is this movie rated PG thirteen or rated R? Because they haven't cussed a whole lot." Yeah, and it happens, like I'm like, you could probably get through this movie at PG thirteen based on the topic yeah, you, could matter say, you can your...
0: say common pg-13
1: movie. yeah 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 you can like you have like a limited number but yeah yeah you could say fuck one time in a pg-13 movie did you know that i did know that yeah and then this montage comes and i'm like well it's almost like the edit the, <laughs> the editor now director said you ain't gonna take my baby away no and this was the most I, like i would have actually watched this movie with my parents I'm not saying that it was a good movie or something. Ooh, we should watch this. But if it were on, I would not have felt like up until this point. I would not felt awkward like my parents. Okay, right. so some some tits or whatever. Like a couple of shits here and there. This scene came on, and again, I was watching by myself. Like Jesus Christ, why? If
0: someone walks in, if someone walks in and sees you watching this, oh, there's,
1: there's there's no there's no way around it. It's like yeah. why? Why would you do this?
0: It's just to get him with half naked women. It really is.
1: But like it, it just it was so.
0: I think he was tired of trolling these colleges on these like comedy tours and just wanted to get some, you know, some good looking of age women. The
1: the comedy tours at the college is weren't of age or or what? He 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 was doing all of them at UCLA and like uh, (laughs) other schools. No terms The Georgia Tech. (laughs) Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. First of all, Georgia Tech has like a, Five-to-one dude-to-girl to ratio. Oh, okay. And that one, by the way, oh, I'm just telling you right now, man. It's Look, they definitely got in there for their smarts.
2: Calm down, Charles Barkley. <laughs> Crazy white people sex has really become a recurring theme on this podcast. Um, my oh, yeah. two personal favorites were the wheelbarrow, and then they're hanging from some steel beams. It's pretty intense. But all the character names for this montage... Really, you know, not fleshed out characters here. ceiling lover, red-haired lover, wheelbarrow lover, contortionist lover, George W. lover, who has George W. tattooed above her bush, holy lover, butch cop, kitchen counter lover, shower lover, and magazine lover.
1: Yeah, I don't do that with men. I thought that was just, yeah again, unnecessary. But again,
0: women are so desperate to get married, I mean.
1: Yeah. They're so no matter, desperate. No matter who, no matter what
0: so we have a sex montage I wrote I haven't laughed once in this movie my next thing is he's just fucking every patient aren't there laws against this
1: do they even have dental needs
0: women (laughs) (laughs) Um, he's he's chugging mountain dew I said this is the most believable part of this movie um he's grown tired of the women not being into the sex during the montage uh so now i don't remember if i've actually ever seen this movie i may have only seen the previews enough time to trick my memory into thinking i saw the movie now we're at aqua world for the penguin habitat again still over an hour left in this movie her brother comes out with a without a shirt mentions she's been talking about him chuck gets a strange girl to ask him ask him this- why she won't go out with him
1: this doesn't make sense at all this oh. whole scene doesn't make sense at all like it really is confusing like why would you why why have a little girl there why would this strange man whisper right. into a little girl's ear why would where's her girl, parents yeah just repeat whatever the strange man said yeah i thought i thought he, he would form phrase the question in a form of a uh, kind of analogy is like what happens when the mommy penguin doesn't want to go out with the daddy penguin or something like that nope he just says why won't you go out with charlie yeah. <laughs> just straight lesbians, yeah. right for the jugular. She says no because she's emotionally unavailable, which, by the way, spoiler alert, at no point in the movie do they explain why she's emotionally unavailable, or do they? And I just didn't pay attention. She's
2: just lying. She's just lying, yeah. Yeah,
1: she just didn't want to go out with him, I guess.
2: Well, she's heard the rumors, and her, her shirtless stone brother comes up and blows her cover says she's talking about him and implies that she hasn't gotten laid in a long time. Yeah,
0: He compares her to a penguin at one point and then she finally agrees to go to dinner. Yeah. She went out with him
1: because he reminds her of penguins. And by the way, his penguin analogy is like, you remind me of penguins. How? Well, you look at them, they're kind of awkward and goofy, but then in the water, they're so beautiful. But wait a second. She's never been in the water or any other type (laughs) of analogous, different (laughs) scenario where you've seen her now. She's yeah. The
0: one time she was
2: in the water, he wasn't there. He was on a date. Yes,
1: yes, he was.
2: And there's also that story about the penguins searching all over the beach to find the perfect pebble to give to their mate. And I was like, this yeah. can't possibly be real.
1: Yeah, all of this was was really, really just confusing. And that's when I wrote, This dude is a predator. 100%.
0: Yeah. And it gets worse. Uh, we find out she wants to actually be with this guy howard blaine who's a penguin expert who wrote a book she's
1: she's saving herself for like the, that was the other weird thing she like yeah. she framed it as in like that's the dude I'm gonna marry but I'm just like someone you've never met oh that, isn't that a red flag for anyone like she, this girl is saving herself for someone she's never met who just happens to work in her field in, in the field that she works in
0: right right yeah I mean this whole movie is just people with nothing but red flags all right now they're on a date talking penguins she wants to go to or she goes to antarctica uh to view them or some shit i don't know she's talking about mating rituals of penguins they talk about the stone being placed at feet or some bullshit i wrote this will certainly come back to bite us uh she walks into a pole and that's when he makes his move (laughs) that's when he makes his move right (laughs) which is
1: a predator this yeah. dude is a predator. She's concussed, and he gets on top of her, yeah. kisses her forehead, and then kisses her, and then he makes some joke about how, ha oh, maybe you aren't that good of a kisser after all. And she chases him down the boardwalk. By the way, why is there a boardwalk in Seattle?
0: Yeah, is there a boardwalk in Seattle? I
1: don't
0: know. I've been to Seattle. I mean, there's Pike's Market, but I think there's a boardwalk there. He's
1: a predator. Anyways,
0: uh, we find it when well, now we're back in Stu's office. He apparently bought Pam Anderson's breast implants at some point. Chuck yeah. calls Pam the one. I wrote, Stu. I mean, I guess Amin's going to disagree I la- with this. I, 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 wrote I wrote Stu is the least funny character I've ever witnessed.
1: Oh, no, I laughed when when he's got Pam Anderson's implants. He's like, well, so you just keeping this on the hopes that some dude will buy this? And like, uh, some dude did buy them. And then he puts his face right next to it, and he points him to it, this dude. And his, the way he said it, and the look on his face, it made me laugh. I don't know why. I mean, Balls of Fury is
0: not that funny to where you was have to carry over.
1: It was. It was pretty funny.
0: He then, and then about three lines later,
2: drops the word fag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah so. he, calls her, he calls her Miss Penguin Pussy, and I just wrote yeah. Dan Fogler is a Tony Award-winning actor. <laughs> that, it, that blows my mind. Classically trained, Dan Fogler. Yeah. Amazing.
0: Chuck explains the car or the charm thing to Cam. She doesn't buy it, apparently. I said if I would never watch his big face kiss again, I'll be perfectly <laughs> happy. Uh, they're about to fuck, and his emergency line is going off. He goes to the phone. It's Stu. Stu says the charm thing is real, and he can't sleep with Cam if he wants to
2: keep her. No, no, no. He says... You can't shake the sheets with Kim. Right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's the better line. Right. Um, uh, by the
1: way, I pointed out for someone as accident prone as she is, doesn't it seem like a very bad idea to have that many candles all over her apartment?
0: Well, so that's house? a great. So my next my next note. Uh, well, Chuck leaves to saying it's a dental emergency while she's in bed waiting for him. My next one question. She's so clumsy. Isn't sex with her borderline dangerous?
1: Have you ever had sex with a clumsy girl before?
0: She was only clumsy after me. <laughs> like, <Whoa>. Oh! <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I've been around clumsy girls before. But, like, but again, like again, comically clumsy.
1: Given how clumsy she is with that many candles. Oh yeah. How it's it's, it's it reminds me there was a a a Family Guy episode where. Uh, <laughs> Like a rocket flies in the air and Peter's like, ah, don't worry. It'll probably land somewhere deserted. And the next scene is a dude sitting in a room with a bunch of dominoes, like (laughs) stacked up. And he's in a rocking chair with his uh, hemophiliac child and right behind like a a, a war, a, a cupboard full of fine china and all of this basically very fragile stuff. And then, like the the rocket lands outside, and he looks outside, he's like, huh, uh, like something landed outside or whatever. Like, it just, that was it. I was like, yo, you got this super clumsy woman who every time they get together, she maims him somewhere or another. There's a room full of candles, which, by the way, I can't imagine trying to light that many candles oh, to my set God. a mood. Am I just not like this cold, heartless? Un- I mean, you're, you know, costume. you're
0: not going, you're not going match on that, right? Like, you're going that like. That kind of gun-type uh, lighter that you use for a, for a fireplace, that kind of extended light. Still, like, that's what you're doing.
1: Zach, there were at least 50 candles in there.
0: Look, I'm not lighting all 50. That seems extreme, because then you got to blow them all out.
1: At some right? point. Or, or have your house burned down. That seems like the less good option. Question for you guys, as because he gets the call from Stu telling the dental emergency but it's not he tells him like look i did the math every girl you've ever gone out with is married now even so-and-so even so-and-so you got it like you can't do this if you do this you'll lose her forever blah 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 and so he uh, against i guess his blue balls will he decides to say oh i gotta go it's a dental emergency sorry i gotta go and it's out and i wrote the note i think a lot of my exes are in relationships and i i wondered about you guys you, are your exes in relationships
2: yeah
0: um uh, yeah uh, i don't know if all of them are i one, uh, got, one got married
1: i i i know of one where literally i we weren't really dating we were just hooking up or whatever but like i saw oh, her last and then we are. We are, for the purposes of this movie, right? Like, oh, we, oh,
0: yeah, I guess we are. Oh, then no, like, like maybe half of them are.
1: So, so this girl I hooked up with, I hooked up with, like in like May of some year, right? And then in like didn't see her again for you know, just things happened. Just you know, didn't hit her up, and then uh, saw on like on a social media post. Where in August she's seeing this dude, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And then like September, she posts like a picture of a uh, sonogram. Wow, that, that was the biggest scare of my life because I had to do the math. Because by September I couldn't remember like, when that last year was, here, was it July was it? That? And I started counting backwards. Like, oh no, you start oh, counting God. weeks. Yeah, no, like, It was like, oh, there's no way if, if, if it was mine. It should be showing crazy right now. Right. And not, not a little bitty bit in the picture, but then like, she's now married with the dude and they got a kid and everything. And I just thought maybe was it wasn't me. Oh, well, no, no. <laughs> I just thought, I just thought like, Holy hell. Well, like, cause I didn't get that vibe from her that she was ready for settling down and getting married and, and having a kid and stuff. But I was just thinking to myself, well, damn, like was, was I like that close to being like, <laughs> I don't know. Entrapped i mean probably right that means like it could have been me right They're, they're a go but for the grace of god it could have been me right
0: good luck i mean
1: oh man good lord
0: they're gonna put the te- the hex to a test with this really obese woman laying out by a pool with a garbage bag full of <laughs> donut <laughs> My holes god. and i wrote <laughs> really this is writing
1: this learn. is it Hold on, this scene gave us the funniest line oh, in the God. movie, where he's, <laughs> Stu is describing her. And then he says, in addition to back acne, she has front acne and side acne. You didn't laugh at that? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I I, la- I don't know. I laughed at that. Like The idea of side acne just made me really laugh, man. <laughs> is the way he framed it. In addition to the back acne, she also has front acne and side acne. They said side acne on the left. I'm worried
2: about Amin's love Ameen? of Falls of just, Fury. A, just just Amin. I'm just worried about Amin at this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he takes her out, and then while they're at dinner, she's, of course, because it's a very poorly written movie, she has to be eating the biggest possible. Biggest like, possible lobster tail. And, and, so and, not many. Using and, and, and being cool. gross. Right. being gross I, just, about it like and no stuff. like even the fattest of people no one eats like this but but tell me you didn't laugh when you saw him doing the shots He <laughs> just doing the shots nonstop.
2: i laughed when she said i'm gonna fuck you till you die
1: <laughs> and then the look on it <laughs> <laughs> when actually, i like this this was like the one coherent for me like are you out second, of your mind? I actually laugh, I laugh at the back acne, wow. oh. side acne. I laugh when he they cut to him and he's just downing shots in a way that no one is humanly possible doing shots like that. And then they cut to sex and he's just on top of him and you just see his face peek out a little bit from underneath and just this look of morbid fear in his eyes. I laughed at, I, I actually laughed at those parts. Wow, And that's why I say I laughed at this more than I did at uh, Hot Rod. I have yet to laugh in this movie. I'll just tell you that. You picked it, (laughs) motherfuckers. Just remember that.
0: Oh, they fuck. He scrubs. 40 minutes left in this movie. Cam is sad at the penguin habitat. Feels stupid for putting herself out there. Blah, blah, blah. He finally calls,
2: says he's been sick, wants to talk on the phone or over Skype. This is the worst fucking video chat ever. Do you think we could talk on the computer? And then he's pretending to be sick for two weeks while they talk on the phone. Did they not use Skype? as a as like a name because
0: Skype wasn't well known enough yet it's before Skype is it? Uh, oh, no! Seven? 2007
1: was Skype was around but it was brand okay
0: all right I guess so Chuck's Chuck's trying to get Stu to ask out the obese woman to see if they'll if they'll get married or see if the curse has, has been lifted She's trying to have phone sex with Chuck. She sends him a pic in the bath. Stu says he went out with the obese woman, didn't propose. Chuck goes to Cam. Uh, they slam into each other. With some, uh, real shoddy craftsmanship with the makeup of those
2: walls in her house.
0: They're just dents in the walls now.
2: Yeah, they destroy the whole place. They, yeah. Their love yeah. is so passionate. They knock over a huge bowl of chips that are just sitting there.
0: Yeah, uh, they go into her room. There's penguin shit everywhere. Not actual shit,
2: but penguin paraphernalia everywhere. And then a camera, and then he ignores the penguin shit and just says, oh, camera in the bedroom, kinky. And I'm like, we're just not going to explain this camcorder
0: pointed at the bed? And then I wrote, wait, does this make her a cam girl? Oh, God. Her name's Cam.
1: Oh, and so now, now, again, you want to criticize this, this movie.
0: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. All right. News. Re- now, this is how fat this woman is. News report that this obese woman's getting married.
1: <laughs> I, 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 I think that was like, I, I, I like the idea of like, how can we like communicate that she does get married? Put it on the news. Yeah, put it on the news. Because like, who would marry a fatty like that?
0: To? Right. Um. All right. Chuck's worried. Pissed that Stu lied. Stu admits the line about going out there. I wrote, God, this guy's face is so big. Um, he put way too much food on her bed, on Cam's bed. He makes it's, her breakfast in bed. There's like, I mean,
1: there's just a weird reaction. By yeah, the way, also, it, when he tells Stu to go out with the fat girl, he's uh, obviously Stu's worried because what if she falls in love and, and yeah. they end up getting married as a result, like, because of this curse. So he says, if I marry her, Chuck, we're going to hunt you down and we're going to eat you. I laughed at that too. Jesus Christ. All right. I I
2: um, they would eat so now he's trying too hard he's acting crazy he basically turns into woody allen right here
1: forgot about one of the most important lines during the whole like montage of they just talk on the phone does uh, your phone receive pictures
0: oh yeah that's
1: 2007 oh well in
0: 2000 received pictures back i was then. getting
1: pictures in 2002 yeah. 2007 does your phone receive pictures
0: it's good writing i mean you love it
1: you love the writing of this movie you kind of like some lines in here, yes.
0: In um, all right. He starts freaking out about poss- her possibly meeting that author. He sends an insane amount of flowers to her work. She's getting creeped out. Their heart balloons everywhere in her closet. A barbershop quartet comes in singing Crazy in Love. They bring in a giant present box. Chuck pops out in a penguin costume. He's decorated her car with an almost married sign. Uh, he's in her car. She's not happy. He's a full-blown stalker. She wants space. Stu's about to fuck a patient. He's lied, saying he's Chuck. He basically moved Chuck's uh, office sign over his. Um, Chuck says he wants reconstructive surgery to to trick Cam into dating him as the next guy she meets. Chuck decides he's going to propose at the Habitat. Cam walks in with some guy. Chuck freaks out on him, thinking it's the author. Uh, I don't know. He rushes into the Habitat. He falls in the water. Penguins start biting his dick.
2: Yeah, we also see a penguin eating its own shit, which has been referenced several times in this movie.
0: Why she's she's? I could, I, well, they they made some joke about or some fact that they eat their own shit or something. It's just referenced. I don't. I don't, know.
1: I don't. I don't remember that line.
0: Yeah, it's mentioned a couple of times.
2: It's a weird payoff. Then it's raining and he's all sad, and his assistant comes by, and then he realizes the origin of the curse because a homeless man drops a bottle, and he has a hallucination of the goth girl. I
0: wrote the. Uh, the note, I've seen Dane Cook recently, and he looks like the way Dave Chappelle bulked up, only if it was a bee sting allergy instead of bench presses. Oh, wow. He's also a
2: plastic surgery addict. Oh, is, is he? he?
1: Oh, I didn't know that. That would explain a lot of the...
2: His giant face? Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, we found out.
0: Yeah, I found out it was a system the guy. He connects the the hex uh he walks in on stew fucking a grapefruit for some reason
2: yeah stew's always talking about masturbating into grapefruits he microwaves them and he like drills a little hole in them he's also got a scrub brush up his ass well
1: it was a scrub brush or was it his hand i thought he
2: no Stu- it was a scrub brush there was like a oh. yeah
1: yeah so the, he, he tries to make some explanation about well i don't know <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: cams turned into a sad penguin talking about how not going to find another mate her brother says she should call chuck he uses her creepy penguin bedroom as an analogy for wanting to be around something you love how old is this movie Stu drives a hummer that's how old this movie is is that a
2: hummer uh, i wasn't sure I was, it was an h2, was the H, like a,
1: the h2 okay yeah. with the, the one that they made into a pickup truck this is yeah. right before like the economy crashed At that point, people were still like, "Yeah, what's the big deal? I fucking drive a big car." And the economy crashed after that. People were like jumping to their deaths and stuff. And then, and that's when the Hummer became bad.
0: The good old days. Chuck confronts. I think her name's Anisha, the goth girl. Anisha.
1: Very black name.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, She's got a kid. He's trying to convince her to to hear him out and break the curse. He shows her his dick. Now she'll consult him. She doesn't think the curse is real. Chuck decides to set up Cam and the author. Basically convinces him, you need to, like, do what's right by Cam. So he decides to set up Cam and the author. They meet for lunch. They're both accident-prone to mean. Oh, my goodness.
2: It's adorable. They're so clumsy. Ha-ha. They're working together
0: at the Habitat. Chuck observes them. They're creepily. He's just hanging around. Uh, He's a predator. You mentioned it earlier. He's a predator. Chuck has hit rock bottom. Stu's getting married to a girl Chuck hooked up with in the montage who had a weird boob thing. Three boobs.
2: She's total recall. She wouldn't take her shirt off because she was saving herself for her babies. And then he's like, are you, do you have babies? She's like, no. Cam is leaving for Antarctica with the
0: author. Uh, I wrote the note, it's Dane Cook's hair that is throwing off the look of his face, I've realized. (laughs) It's like a Tomb Raider drawing of Laura Croft's chest. Very (laughs) angular.
1: (laughs) That's, That's the most specific description I've ever heard in my life.
0: It finally clicked for me in that movie. And it was about that point. Chuck's going after her. This is six years post nine eleven. He's just rocking up to an airport trying to get through. His car gets yeah. towed. He has to buy two first class tickets to two possible connecting flights.
1: He is a dentist, and I, I know what my dentist charges. And you know, he could definitely afford that shit. I don't feel bad for
0: seventeen thousand. Actually, doesn't sound that bad for two last minute first class flights to Antarctica.
1: <laughs> for real, <laughs> it's actually
0: not that bad. It's kind of a it good
1: deal. That's a, a great deal.
0: Yeah. Uh, we've got a metal detector gag going. He gets the first flight; she's not uh, there. To be
1: fair, the the TSA guy who doesn't have official TSA clothing, I don't know why they couldn't. I yeah. guess they ran that twenty five million dollar budget couldn't take him that extra that extra mile. <laughs> but uh he does point out have you never been to an airport before because he tries to walk in with a belt and
2: right yeah, and
1: yeah. change and all. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah and that guy is robert kelly who is in louis
0: yeah he's, yes, he's, I, he's, a, he's a comedian he's a com- he was actually on dane cook's like tv show comedy tour that was on comedy oh, central yeah. there you go yeah robert kelly he's a legend i guess i don't
1: know now be confused with the other robert kelly was, no different know. different robert kelly although different both kind of part legends. of some legends are scary
0: Cataphilia, I guess, in some
1: way. Yeah, loosely. Hey, there you go. All
0: right.
2: <laughs> I don't know that's a full circle we want to make, but. Vicious circle. We're talking about Dane Cook. No. Uh, all right. Oh, no.
1: another one. wow. We're really doing it.
0: <laughs> now we're at the second flight. He confronts her. We get a speech about him being a stepping stone. He says he loves her. Oh, he finally admits to loving someone. She says she's coming back Wednesday. We find out the author is married. I said, my God, his face on close-ups. It looks like an infected <laughs> potato with syphilis.
1: It does have, he does have like really poor skin. Maybe, that exactly. Maybe
2: I'm just picking on poor skin. I don't know. It's, like it's, it, yeah.
1: Like it's definitely, it's got a little bit of emperor in like oh, Star Wars. Yeah.
2: yeah, well, he's got the same like skin going on as the strip club dude from Showgirls. Yeah.
1: Yes, 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 he does. They're the owner of the strip club.
0: Yeah, like the pockmarks or whatever it's called, yeah. right? All right, he gives her a ring box, but it's got a stone in it, like the penguins. She calls out to him. He comes oh, back.
1: didn't even notice that. Thought it was just a ring.
0: No, yeah. It's, <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a full-on stone. Like, not shiny at all. I think it was a fucking mood ring. What, what did you think yeah, that I, was?
1: I thought, it, I thought it was just like a, the diamond just was hitting the oh. light different.
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, the kiss. All right, now I feel bad for making fun of his face, but I got another note. I said... His canvas grocery tote bag face gets him <laughs> in the process of this kiss. is really bothering me. Uh, Anisha, the woman, takes the pin out of a voodoo doll of Chuck, so the
1: curse was real. Oh, I didn't see this part.
2: Yeah, she's got a goth shoebox in her closet for some reason, even though she claimed to have like no idea what he was talking about. And
0: it's a picture with his face from when he was a kid oh, on the wow. voodoo doll. She takes a pin out of the heart. Uh, one year later, they're in Antarctica together. She slips. He catches her. They kiss. Like It's got to be like uh, one degree out there at best, that's when,
1: right? That's when I stopped paying attention. I remember oh, okay. looking over
0: their, their tongues are stuck together. That's the last attempt, yeah. attempt at a joke. I didn't laugh
1: once. No, that's not the last attempt of a joke.
0: Well, that's what I thought. That's what I thought in my notes. And then we have a credit clip. I Amin, mean, you want to take away the credit clips? Sure. Like so probably Stu, like this.
1: So Stu and his... Three-breasted love of his life have been asked to house sit, which didn't know people still did. Asked to house sit for Dane Cook, rather than just check the mail every couple of days and drive around and make sure nothing, everything's all right. No, they asked him to house sit. Right. So, as one does when you house sit. They're sleeping in the master bedroom.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say you go
1: through their shit. No, yeah. Sleeping in the master bedroom, to me, that's the first step. of Like, why Why aren't you not, like, sleeping in a guest room or on a couch out there? Or like, if, if I ask one of you guys to watch my house, are you going to come sleep in my bed? How fucking weird is that? Why would you want to sleep in my bed, right? So they're in the bedroom, and he starts going through, rifling through. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, looking for homemade porn, which, again, he wants to watch. His video of his friend that he's known since he was 10 years old. Yeah. Right. So finds a tape, pops it in, and it is Jessica Alba videotaping Chuck in bed. She says, I want you to do it. says, oh, okay. Just to be clear, I'm not into bestiality. And he grabs a stuffed penguin, and then he proceeds to mock, eat it out, and then eat its ass out. Yes, to a stuffed penguin. And she's getting off on it. Like, oh, well, like moaning and stuff. Yeah. And that's the end of the moment. Like, oh, oh. Like, I, I just, uh, who thought, guys, 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 wait a second. I got a better idea how we end this. We didn't need it. At, we at did once. not need at, a bestiality joke. No. On top of the, the child pornography, on top of the misogyny, on top of every other problem with this movie and if people liked this people thought this was funny
0: 57% from the audience it's uh so a little bit of trivia dane cook can be seen wearing a super club baseball cap while playing frisbee in the park that is uh the same super club as the fictional wholesale store that he worked at in oh. employee of the month
1: it wasn't Costco i thought it was Costco the whole time
0: Oh, so this is expanded uh, Dane Cook universe. Yep, uh, 100%. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt was offered the role of Cam Wexler, but turned it down because of scheduling conflicts. The role then went to Jessica Alba. Jennifer Lopez was also considered for the role.
2: That just kind of shows you where Jessica Alba was at. Yeah. She's like the second option behind those two. is <laughs> not good.
1: Well, you know what? Now she's got a very successful business making uh, environmentally safe products, and she's richer than all of them. Except for Jennifer Lopez, probably. So, there.
0: Yeah. all of them. You just mean Jennifer Love You. Yeah. <laughs> the t-shirt that Chuck wears during his first date with Cam is the same shirt that he, that Dane Cook wore when performing Vicious Circle. Oh, come on. <laughs> Change it's your clothes. Uh, the original script was titled The Warm-Up Guy. And then, uh, so, uh, two other things. According to his driver's license, Charlie's date of birth is 9-11-1972.
1: Again, this is a choice that the filmmakers had 365 days a year. In 1972, which was an Olympic year, there were 366 days. They literally could have picked any one of those other days. Yeah. They went for 9-11.
0: This is the note that I wanted to read to Amin the most. This movie actually has the same plot as the 1962 Sudanese novel, The Wedding of Zine."
1: Oh, yeah. written That's by a- Tayeb Sully yeah time the uh, play that's yeah it's a very okay. it's it's actually a very very famous book it was been translated into like seventy languages and stuff,
0: okay yeah. yet the movie's credits never acknowledge the novel, so they just ripped that off too
1: there you go How about that there
0: you go um, Which gives okay. me the
1: idea that maybe I can make the wedding of <laughs> zane the wedding of zane by the way it's like zane from zane. from okay. from one one direction
2: Save oh me. okay yeah it's about him
1: uh no. It's not because it was written a long time before he was born. Okay.
2: Just because a review of Good Luck Chuck was not on TonyMedley.com, I had to go the extra step, and I searched for it. I searched Tony Medley Good Luck Chuck, and I found a review by Mark Medley from Canada. Any relation? unsure of the relation, but it might be Tony Medley's Canadian cousin. And he wrote, For someone with more than 2 million MySpace friends, Dane Cook sure has trouble drawing audiences to his movies. This must baffle producers and execs as he's one of the most successful comics of his generation. His last CD went double platinum. He was recently named one of Time's 100 Most Influential People. Still, his attempts at comedy, employee of the month, are ridicules. Is there anything older than
0: referencing, one, how many MySpace followers he has, and two, his CD went platinum?
2: (laughs) He really was... The, the king of his generation
1: there are no comedy cds anymore or so comedy he, even albums
2: so let right? me let me
0: no no people still put out comedy albums but comedy I mean, album digital yeah it's all digital
1: i guess they don't go platinum i don't anymore.
0: know i don't know how you do that uh I, I will say this so a friend of mine she kept trying to convince us that dane cook was super funny like she loved dane cook uh back
1: in the day and so yeah, is, I, was this was this ethan no, no, was Ethan uh, a Dane Cook person? No, but Ethan, Ethan thinks Amy Schumer is funny. And that's oh, okay. to me, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that Amy Schumer is the female Dane Cook. That's probably, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Uh, so. Actually, isn't she the female Carlos Mencia because she stole jokes too?
0: Oh, that's true. Well, Dane yeah. Cook might have stolen jokes, right? Didn't he? Oh, wasn't wow. that the, the
1: Louis it, thing? It, if, if, if Dane Cook stole jokes, <laughs> like. <laughs> Those jokes were stolen. <laughs> but
0: I, I remember she showed – she was trying to convince us what a big deal he was, right? And like we knew he was a big deal like or he was popular, but we just didn't care. And so she showed us this MySpace post of his when he hit – I want to say it was like 8 million followers or friends on MySpace, whatever it's called. And he wrote something about, wow, this is crazy. Think about this. The, the, a city the size of Houston follows me or is friends with me on MySpace. That I just, I just remember that specific point of the post where he compared it to this the size of the city of Houston.
1: That was and that was her example of like, look how hilarious he is.
0: Yes needless to say it did not work sorry maze keep going
2: still his attempts at comedy employee of the month are ridiculed and his recent stab at suspense mr brooks vanished from theaters at this point the highlight of his acting career has been a stint on cranky anchors a tv show featuring puppets making prank phone calls with good luck chuck he has yet another opportunity to get his fans into theaters with the added enticement of jessica alba At issue is whether Cook's status as the king of YouTube will translate to the romantic comedy genre. It doesn't. The film ultimately fails as a strange hybrid, a gross-out romantic comedy. It's a sometimes-sweet love story built on screenwriter Josh Stolberg's script of boob and fart jokes and first-time director Mark Helfrich's lazy visual gags. Old lady hit by a frisbee, fat woman eats a lobster, girl walks into a post. Cook looks uncomfortable taking on the mantle of leading man. His delivery is stilted in quieter scenes with Alba, lacking the timing of his stand-up routines. He's brash in your face as a comedian, but here, Cook must show some restraint. Alba's character arc revolves around repeatedly falling down or running into things, and Fogler, a Tony Award-winning actor, is reduced to cursing loudly and ogling women. Lonnie Ross, 30 Rock, is charming as Cam's stoner brother, but has little to do Armin. but to act high. I mean... The movie was initially conceived as a PG-13 flick called The Warm-Up Guy, which explains a lot. No one here seems to have faith in Cook as a romantic lead, and the nudity and swearing is heaped on to mask his shortcomings. In Good Luck, Chuck, Cook is shoehorned into a genre most of his fan base likely go out of their way to avoid. He'll get another shot at big screen success later this year in Dan in Real Life opposite Steve Carell. Oh my god! After that, he'll need all the luck he can get, and then its rating is an omega and a half. I don't
1: know what that my, means? My, yo, my favorite thing. I remember there was a girl I went to grad school with who thought Dan in real life looked like it was going to be a good movie. I said, "What about Ooh. that? Make? What about that? Looks like it's going to be a good movie." I just sometimes I don't understand what people are thinking. It's like Queen and Slim, by the way. Oh, I shouldn't say this. I'm supposed to uplift all black forms of, of of culture and content out there. Oh boy. But it looks like a bad movie to me. Like, I was like, this looks like everyone's so excited. And now the reviews are coming back. And I like, yeah, the movie's kind of very average. I'm like, of course, it lo- looks very average. The, the what did it the, did it for me was the scene where, like, in the trailer where someone says, y'all are like a hero, it's a role model, so, so whatever. I'm like, oh, it's so corny. It's so corny. Like, come on.
0: Um, there are two things about that. One, I would have taken a very average movie last night over this piece of shit. And two, uh, you're, you're kind of missing out on, uh, this is, uh, this is our chance to, to just show you that we're, we're with you. I mean, that's why that's why we're so excited to go see uh, and Slim.
1: No, no, no. There's a lot of black people though. Oh, are really?
0: Oh, okay. Because yes. I've I've mostly just seen like white people talking about like, oh my god, so powerful, so good. I, well, but that, I, but, I've, but I've heard, re- like I've heard reviews, right? I've heard reviews. I'm just like, I don't know if this is supposed to be the take that it's so powerful and so great because I've seen a lot of reviews where it's it's not so much. Let's get this bullshit over with. A Amin. You seem to have enjoyed parts of this.
1: I, 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 I don't know about you guys, but I really enjoyed uh, Balls of Fury guy. <laughs> a lot of his jokes, a lot of his lines, a lot of his facial expressions. I laughed at. And, of course, I did, like I said, I thought that 90-second span between the, the back knee joke and then him doing the shots at dinner and then him just looking terrified. So I thought that was Actually made me laugh out loud, but overall, this is a terrible movie. Didn't make a lot of sense. Terrible acting, terrible writing, terrible everything about it other than Balls of Fury. He gets a thumbs up, so this is going to be a phobe for me.
2: Maze, it's a phobe. This movie's fucking terrible. It's it's enjoyable in the sense that we have fun making fun of dumb shit, but there's nothing genuinely good in this movie, and... It's hard to like Jessica Alba as much after an awful performance like that. I still love her. Phobe. Phobe. I mean, if you saw this on the, uh, if you saw
0: this on like a a guide, like TV guide, uh, the channel guide, like on, you know, on a movie channel. So, you know, it hasn't been edited. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's on HBO or something like that. Right. Um, Would you stop in to see what part of the movie it's on?
1: Uh, No, I probably never would have.
0: No, I'm saying now, now that you've seen it. Oh, Just now because you like Dan Fogler. Oh you no,
1: see- no, no, no! Like I'll, I will never watch this movie again. Okay, so yeah. long as I live. No. Uh,
0: yeah, this is. I mean, this is a big time phobe. This is to me. This is the worst movie we've seen so far. No, no, no. Magoo I was did, worse. No, no, no. Magoo. I, w- magoo, I, magoo, I would magoo. watch Magoo a thousand times before I watch.
1: No, this again. I can wa- I can like. So let me put it this way. I could watch this again. What? Yeah, I could watch this again. I could not watch Magoo again. I could not watch Hot Rod again. I could not watch Jupiter Ascending again. I could watch this again.
0: I could watch all those movies. I would watch all three of those movies in a row again before I watched this. This was my <laughs> le this was the uh, least enjoyable experience I've had watching a movie. And I know I picked it. I know this I brought this on myself, but I like I was so bored and offended thanks for subscribing to Cinephobe uh, I'm sorry if you watched this movie and, and listened along with us if you've listened to this podcast before watching the movie don't go watch that movie we we got we got the gist of
1: it yeah, unless, yeah, yeah. unless you want to watch the montage yeah unless you want to watch the montage and even but then, then like, why just, wouldn't you just watch porn you, you just know. watch porn right just watch porn because it thanks wasn't for- anyone famous we didn't see any famous boobs like Jessica Alba's boobs never get shown Right. <laughs> I could have this. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, cut it there.
2: The fucking resignation in your voice.